0: Welcome back to Legacy a mom Podcast. We are all leaving a legacy. Have you thought about yours? I am here with Brett. Hi, Brett.
1: Hello. How are you doing? I'm so
0: well. <laughs> so, uh, I heard you had a bit of a debacle on Valentine's Day this year. <laughs> yes,
1: I did. Yes, yes I did. <laughs> What'd you like to share with the class? <laughs> well, let me just share this lovely little story. So Mila's first year in school. So, um, yeah, her class is having a Valentine's party and um, kind of forgot. (laughs) This is why I have a calendar, by the way, which does say Valentine's Day. But I really I should have written in like when I needed to get the Valentine's for Mila to give out or that like she was having a party, like something to remind me Um, That would have been very helpful now that I think about it, Uh, but I didn't. And so I'm bringing her into school this morning and I'm walking past all the moms and all the kids who have their little baggies of goodies and all of their little Valentine's cards and treats. And I'm just thinking, oh my gosh, my (laughs) child's got nothing and I feel horrible. (laughs) So (laughs) drop her off with her teacher and I told her teacher. I completely forgot it's Valentine's Day. So she doesn't have Valentine's to give out. Uh, so I left her school uh, on the way home. I was very distraught by this. <laughs> <laughs> I walk in the door. I had a little uh, bit of a meltdown. Not Nothing crazy. Just got a little sad about it. Um, decided that I was going to save this. <laughs> grabbed Madden, who was dressed in, I don't like, just some crazy outfit that my husband had thrown her in. Didn't really care. She had some rain boots on, whatever. Perfect. Got her <laughs> in the car. Drove very quickly down to Walgreens. I picked up a bag of those, you know, those um candy bracelets uh-huh. um, and they're wrapped individually and in on the outside of the package, it has the two from, and I'm like, oh, perfect. It's like card, candy, all in <laughs> one. This is great ran over grabbed a sharpie ran up to the register grabbed two flowers <laughs> threw them in a bag went to the car pulled up her list of kids that are on her in her class wrote down the to and from on each and every one <laughs> threw them in the Walgreens bag drove very quickly back to her school <laughs> i go in the classroom and i'm like here's me with valentines <laughs> She's got, she's got some to hand out. We're good. And there's two roses for you and the other teacher. You know, I was like, thank you so much for, uh, for putting up with my, you know, hot mess express over here. <laughs> I'm a little, uh...
0: A little out of it right now. so (laughs)
1: Yeah, firstborn, first Valentine's. You get a pass. You know, these things happen. You you would think, though, firstborn, first Valentine's. Like, you're so excited. It's your kid's first party. And you're, like, getting all into it, which most parents are. But I just... And I hate I'm I'm not an excuse person. I'm a very like like I said before, I'm a very disciplined person, so I just I mean there's no excuse. We know when Valentine's Day is every year. This doesn't change. But to be fair, I did have a very crazy week last week and I, it threw me off. Again, not an excuse. i saying. So my little
0: trick was with you guys as I as soon as I started seeing Valentines in the stores, I'd buy them then. You know what that's genius just go buy them because then that way, at least you have them. If you forget yeah. to fill them out, which has happened, you just, you can just go home and fill them out. Yeah, you don't man. have to run to Walgreens. Right. So anyway, yeah. today we are talking about truth and, you know, I, think, I feel like we need to define what is truth? What is the truth? Yeah. Because there's so many definitions. We live in a world of relativism. It's all relative to right. whatever and so subjective. But there has to be some absolute truth, which
1: right. I don't feel like there's any right now. Well, it comes from the word. And there's our uh, culture right now has walked very far from, from God and from absolute truth. And so now we have a lot of people, including the church, who is deceived by by all that's out there. Because the only way that you're going to know the lies and to avoid deception is by knowing the truth. We really need to be in the word every single day there's just no excuse because satan's number one goal is to keep us ignorant of the truth by convincing us to stay out of our bibles um second corinthians 4 4 says satan who is the god of this world has blinded the minds of those who don't believe they are unable to see the glorious light of the good news they don't understand this message about the glory of christ who is in the exact likeness of god because of this the world displays and glorifies things that will push you away from God. And this is why the world is a mess right now. It's because separation from God creates chaos. The created cannot properly function apart from the creator. Our moral compass must be rooted in absolute truth. So one thing that I do want to point out that I know we've all heard and that we're all familiar with that culture likes to say is to follow your heart. Nothing mm. will set you up for failure faster than following your heart. Why is this? Jeremiah seventeen nine. the human heart is the most deceitful of all things and desperately wicked. Apart from Christ, your heart aligns with the desires of your sinful flesh rather than with what God desires. And we know that sin paves a path of destruction, leading you away from Christ. So following your heart, is something that culture pushes is following your heart. It also translates to live your own truth. And that's what we're seeing right now. Everyone is living their own truth. Your truth, you live your truth. You live what you believe, what you believe, what you believe. And now we're all over the map and AKA chaos. I like what you said when you talked
0: about how the further we get away from God, I think you said there's more chaos, that it creates chaos, something like that because doesn't it say that God spoke into the chaos and he made it like all yeah. come together and that's what that's what yeah. God does he speaks into that chaos and brings mm-hmm. sense to it and as we i mean we're we're Jesus moms so we're held accountable for truth and absolute truth and we are held accountable to teach our children absolute truth I feel like the more we teach our kids and the more we walk in absolute truth, the further we get away from what's going on in the world, the less distracted we are by all the other things. And, you know, we're the moral compass for the world, the churches. And now the church is starting to fold on absolute truth of the word that is creating a lot of chaos within the church. And I've noticed there's been this what we call equivocation of terms, which means they'll use the same terms, but they mean something Mm. different. So it's easy to be deceived into it. Like, for instance, prayer. Prayer is petitioning God. That's what the word talks about. That's truth. But in other circles within the church, and especially within the new apostolic reformation, they will talk about Uh, prayer and being declarations like because you know how god spoke and it was created well they believe that we can speak and we can speak into and make something happen just because we speak it like we have that kind of power and that's not prayer prayer is petitioning god prayer is coming before god
1: can i just just say one thing that that i just read today martin luther said prayer is not to change god's plans but rather to trust and rest in his sovereign will Ooh, that's really good and that's so opposite
0: of what's happening in some churches these days where you know i don't know if you remember um on social media back when a little girl passed away her name was olive and they were calling for people to um declare that she would be raised from the dead And this Mm. went on for like six days, and they ended up obviously having to bury her. But that's not, I mean, I felt, I feel so bad because as a church, what are we doing? We're creating chaos within the church, like for, you know, having you know people praying that people would be raised from dead and that was like all Listen, around the
1: world you're what it, what you're doing when you do things like that when you declare when you believe that you hold the power to do these things is that you're playing god it's exactly what the enemy wants you to do mm-hmm. no you are aligning with god and his will right right you're working with him and outside of jesus
0: christ there I, there's no power i have no power to do anything in that And so I think we need to be really careful because, yeah, I mean, it's pretty obvious what's not truth in the world right now. I, I think right. that to me is pretty obvious it's like well wait a minute I mean even people who don't read the Bible a lot can see that well that's not that's not right yeah <laughs> like, yeah you know uh, but I think we tend to check our brains out at the door and go you know that doesn't mean I'm gonna go Bible thumping everybody and hitting them upside the head right I'm gonna love people and that's what we're called to do but within the church There's this place here where if you read, you know, everybody likes to throw the don't judge me. You're not allowed to judge. That's what the word Mm -hmm. says in Matthew. And that's not the context of that verse. Mm -hmm. The context of that is, is you need to remove the log from your own eye so that you can speak into the speck in somebody else's eye, right? It Mm -hmm. means what it means is I need to look inwardly first. Am I walking in the truth? Is there something I need to deal with? And so within the body of Christ, there's room for admonition and correction Mm -hmm. in the word. Within the body of Christ, I believe that we should be doing that outside of the body of Christ. And I love those people. Yeah, I need—I don't have to agree with everything that everybody says, but I, I do need to love those people. So yeah. I think for us as believers, we need to be more aware of what's going on inside the church right now because I believe the enemy's having a field day with what's yeah. going on. Another thing that's um, going on in the church right now is this whole idea of spiritual warfare. I'm doing um, a series on that right now in the Zoom room called True Spiritual Warfare. The <laughs> cat and we've gotten so far away from what the Bible calls spiritual warfare that mm-hmm. now we're introducing things like uh, telepathy and talking to the dead and tarot cards and calling them destiny cards and putting Christian on things that God specifically told us we were not to, to get involved in and yeah. you know cloaking it in this whole idea of spiritual warfare. And we really need to be careful what is being introduced there. There's nothing in the Bible that talks about that being okay. As a matter of fact, it speaks out against it. And now there's schools popping up that are teaching supernatural ministry and yeah. you know wanting to have all these supernatural gifts of raising people from the dead and speaking to angels and talking to the dead. And they're using scripture to, to back up what they want to do. We need to be so rooted in the truth of the Bible that when this stuff
1: pops up, we're like, huh? Like, wait yeah. a minute, you know, it checks our spirit. And the whole thing, all of truth, the whole thing, the whole mm-hmm. canon of scripture, we need to understand it. This is why we need to be in the word every single day because we need a full understanding. A lot of what's happening is, you know, even people within the church are picking and choosing verses that they, that are going to fit their agenda or, you know, stroke their sinful flesh. And then They're going to run with that and and twist it into something that it's not. And we will be deceived if we don't have a full understanding of scripture
0: yeah it's absolutely you're right and there are no excuses i i know it's easy when you're a young mom and i used to say things like you know i i would let my sisters my younger sisters off the hook and i don't do that anymore because there are no excuses to be in scripture there are no excuses we have and this is what i love about scripture god didn't make it hard i don't need to go to these philosophers and, you know, theologians and all of that. God made scripture so every single one of us can understand it through the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit. It's the the whole idea that he gave it to us. And, yeah. you know, when you look at who Jesus called, he called fishermen. And those that people looked at, like, weren't very special people in society. And yeah. we as moms, we can know scripture. We just need to read it.
1: Right. You know, going back to, I was just thinking, going back to what you were saying about how there's these new, like, I don't know, tarot cards and and witchcraft and and whatever, and they're just throwing Christian on it. Guys, we are not called to look like the world. So by taking things from the world and then throwing the label Christian on it, that doesn't make it Christian. It's from the world, which means it's not from God. Mm -hmm. So we need to remember that we are walking with Christ and not the world and that is going to look so different it is it's such a great point we should look different from the world we
0: can't make our churches look like the world just to attract the world we need to hold the standard of scripture and we need to be really careful we need to be really careful as moms because what I see happening these people these churches have an agenda and mm-hmm. they believe, you know, in certain things that are not scriptural, like um, that there's new revelation through prophets, that the, the mm-hmm. God has reestablished prophets. Well, he hasn't done that. An office of apostle and all of that. That's not true. That's not what the, bur- the Bible teaches on that stuff. But mm-hmm. what they're doing is they're, they're coming up with curriculum that churches are using in their classroom, their kids' classrooms, And Mm -hmm. this curriculum and this doctrine is now being taught in classrooms around the world because mega churches or this big name church has written it. So it must be okay. But I see what's Mm -hmm. happened is we have become so lazy in America. And in mm-hmm. the church in general, we, we're consumers. We go yeah. to church and we consume whatever comes out of the pulpit without doing what the Bible says, and that is testing the spirits. We just assume whatever somebody's put on their website or whatever somebody said from the pulpit is okay. And God strictly tells us in the word, in the New Testament, to be careful of false prophets. Mm-hmm. They look like sheep. They say all the right words. That's why they're equivocating these words that we use in the church like prayer and spiritual warfare and prophecy and all these other things and making it into something that it's really not. And it is extremely deceptive. And Mm -hmm. so the enemy's taken advantage of the fact that we've been spiritually lazy Christians, and we haven't been in the Word, and we haven't been testing what's been coming from our pulpits.
1: So we're like vulnerable to all of these wolves in the the sheep pen. I'm not so much concerned about the crazy, in your face, satanic stuff that's going on in the world right now, that is just blatant. And oh, like, yeah, that's just that turn that honestly, that turns a lot of people off. Mm-hmm. What's the most concerning is when the enemy comes dressed as an angel of light. That is what's concerning. That is where our focus needs to be not on the chaos that's happening in the world with the devil horns. And I don't even know what I've been seeing going around just oh, crazy, crazy stuff. It's, yeah. it's nuts. Yeah. But we need to r- remain focused on the word. We need to be again in the word every single day so that we can spot these tiny little lies of deception that are penetrating the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree.
0: A hundred percent. There's just no excuse anymore. We've got to stop being spiritually lazy. We yeah. really need to stop start processing what's going on and what we're listening to. And we
1: need to educate ourselves. And what we're consuming, like you said, we've become consumers. Like, Mm -hmm. let's be very aware of what we're consuming. Going back to social media, the enemy loves social media. I'm not going to lie. And he's going to use that. And we have to be very aware of what we're listening to. Just because someone talks about Jesus doesn't mean they're following him. Just because someone slaps a Christian label on it doesn't mean that it's Christianity. We need to, like you said, test the spirits, be very aware of what we're listening to, what we're watching, what we're believing. I
0: uh, agree with that 100% as believers. It's so easy to see somebody on social media and they have a a large following and think just because they have a large following that what they're teaching is truth. I've started going through my social media and seeing who is associated with who, somebody in the Mm -hmm. um, Somebody in our uh, Zoom room was sharing just yesterday that she was a part of some kind of nutrition type thing and found out a year after she got into this that the person who was the head of this was involved in all kinds of divination, spiritual type weirdness and had no idea. But that's how deceptive it is. They hide. They hide hide their, their motivation and their truth. Mm -hmm. And so you can't see it. So just because somebody has a large following or they've written this book or they've done this or that and the other thing, we are still, unless it's coming out of the word of God, we are still called to test the spirits and be aware of what's going on.
1: Yeah. And can I just, I just say something as believers, we need, we really need to remember, I forget what verse it is, that the enemy comes to deceive even the elect. Yes. We are not beyond deception like we are still capable of being deceived by the enemy we need to understand that he is very crafty the sin that is of today is the same sin that it was two thousand years ago the sin itself hasn't changed his craftiness is always going to be ongoing he knows what he's doing he knows you he does so so well and we need to be very aware of that and not let down our guard And and know that, yeah, he is capable of this, but I'm going to be in the word and I'm going to understand the truth so that I cannot be deceived by his craftiness.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, we were talking about when I was looking more into this movement that's uh, moving into the church, I read a book called uh, Counterfeit Kingdoms, and I highly recommend it. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. It's, it's very eye-opening. They're talking about music and how even Christian music now, the doctrine of some of these churches is in the, the music. And so as I've been listening to music, I've been paying far more attention to what I'm singing. Yeah. And interestingly, I was singing some I actually was listening to a Christian radio station and they were pushing some of the stuff that's in the world even that mm. God is all love and we can't judge and even in the church we shouldn't be and blah 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 and it's like that's not what the word says you know no. and so I was talking to a girlfriend of mine she's also reading this book and She said to me, she goes, I I just feel like I'm constantly listening now and really paying attention to what's coming from the pulpit and what I'm, you know, what I'm listening to on the radio. And she said, I feel like it's exhausting. I said, it's exhausting because we've been so lazy about it. You know, God, God told us, he warned us about this. He told us that we needed to be you know, careful about what we were listening to and, and feeding on. And now we're starting to wake up and we're starting to exercise our spiritual muscles. And yeah, is it a little exhausting at first, but it's interesting when you start understanding what the truth is, how easy the lie is to spot. But what you said is so important that the minute we think that we are beyond being deceived, we've already deceived ourselves.
1: One hundred percent. And you, when you say things like that, you have now opened the door for the enemy to get in, to Mm -hmm. to do, to work in your life. That is not a road that you want to walk down. That is not something you want to say, do not give him a foot in the door. And I want, I want to say that as we are just becoming more aware and conscious and intentional about what we're hearing and seeing, we also need to be praying to God to reveal those hidden deeds of darkness that might be in our lives, our kids' lives, our husband's lives, that he would reveal anything that is in our music that we might not even realize or that is coming from our church. Or So yes, we need to be aware. We also need to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal
0: that to us. And he will. Yeah, he absolutely will. That is the one prayer when I tell moms, like, pray that God would reveal the hidden deeds of darkness. He answers that prayer like crazy. And he does. Yeah. You know why? Because he longs to protect his children. He He doesn't want us to be deceived he doesn't want us to get off center of what the the scripture says about certain things and if you don't know do some research i -hmm. find gotquestions.org is a really safe place for the most part you still need to test that spirit Um, You know, if you want to know what the Bible says about a word, openbible.info is a great place you could just type in a word. Focus on the
1: family is good too, usually. Mm -hmm. They
0: usually have some good stuff. But anytime you're deviating from actual scripture, you still need to be paying attention to what you're listening to and what you're looking at. But do some research, get into the Bible and see what the Mm -hmm. Bible says about those things. Call a friend. I know I've, I've done that before where I'm like, you know, I've been reading about this You know, let's have a conversation about that. And what does scripture say about all of that stuff? So always be willing to take as a Jesus mom, our absolute truth is in the word of God. And that's what we need to be teaching our kids. We don't need to worry about our kids when we've taught them the truth because they see the lies and teach them truth. That's how you're going to be deceit proofed is by knowing the truth. So Brett, with that, would you like to pray for our moms today?
1: Yes. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for this time that we've spent together, for this podcast, for all that you're doing. Lord, I pray that these listeners would just come to know and understand the full canon of Scripture, all of truth, Lord, so that they would be so consumed by the truth that the lies would become obvious before them that they would see them clearly lord and that they would be able to lead their children to truth so that their children would be able to spot the lies and that we would avoid deception through living in your truth lord and in jesus name i pray amen amen